Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, guys, if you found the show, do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe button. I am up to 603 subscribers. That is awesome. We are making a slow climb to 700, so let's keep it rolling. All right, guys, this show and every show is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. Okay, I got an email today since I'm a season ticket holder from the Bengals. As of right now, looks like they're going to let fans in next season. Now, he had two things. You can either opt in or you can opt out. Well, I have decided to opt in. I am all in, baby. All right, now this is what I have to do. Uh, the rules they're setting down for me to opt in and go to watch the Bengals. They will be doing a reseeding process that will take place in August. So meaning, basically my seats are in the sky. Uh, they're going to figure out who figure out who all is opting in and then they are going to reseat everybody so your social distance you're far enough away from everybody and everybody can be nice and safe and healthy so i'm kind of hoping that i'm up in the sky they move me lower <laughs> so with even better seats i can't get much worse so pretty high <laughs> all right here's uh i think it's five different uh things they i wrote down here that they're requiring us to do number one all fans will be required to wear a face mask at all times unless actively eating or drinking. So, if you're walking around the stadium, you got to have a mask on. If you're sitting in your seat and you're not eating or drinking, you got to have the mask on. No big deal, whatever. Which, like I said, when it gets cold, we're probably wearing those things anyway. Now, fans will be required to social distance when moving about the stadium. That includes waiting in lines for the bathrooms and all concession stands. So... That'd be kind of interesting how they try to get that to work out. But, I mean, if you go to a store now, most people are standing, you know, at least five to six feet away from each other. That's why the lines are out the door. <laughs> but at least they're doing it right. Now, this one, uh, this one kind of hurts. I, I'm not happy about this. Tailgating will not be permitted in the parking lots. Now, that's the parking lots that the Bengals run. So I don't know what that means for Longworth Hall and other parking lots. Um, I'm not sure how they can enforce that. So it kind of stinks, especially uh, Bengal Jim's tailgate. I know that's on a Bengals parking lot uh, over by the river. So I'm not sure what Bengal Jim's going to do, but uh, which is kind of weird. I mean, uh, all right, you're not going to let us tailgate, but we're going to be able to go to the banks and the bars and restaurants there. And social distance enough to be able to hang out there, but you don't trust us enough to social distance to do our tailgating. So I kind of hope they change your mind on that one. I mean, you're tailgating. I mean, you're not, we're not standing right next to each other. I mean, it's a tailgate. You're, you're spread out. You're having a good time. You're playing cornhole. You're grilling out. I hope they change that one because you can pretty easily social distance when you're tailgating. I mean, you can. And plus, the beers are cheaper. <laughs> They're a lot cheaper than they are 
at the banks or in PBS. All right, number four, the capacity at PBS will be greatly reduced in order to provide each group with physical distance between you and the next nearest seating group. So, like I said, that's what they're re, uh, reseating. You know, they're going to have us, I don't know. Like, so, basically, for the way I understand it, I got two tickets. So, me and whoever I bring with me, we can sit next to each other. <clears throat> but the, the next group can't. So, I'm assuming there's two three seats in between us. So, <clears throat> we can have social distance there. And number five, which I talked about this uh, in earlier shows. Um Eight rows of the lower bowl will be blocked off. So, like I said, all this to me is good news. I think it means it sounds like we're going to have football this year and they're going to let fans in. Now, all this is subject to change because, like I always say, this thing is a very fluid situation. But I like the way it's going. I mean, to me, honestly, like I've said when uh, the Ravens came out with their stuff, I think, I mean, they're coming out with now, they can change because uh, MLS, NHL, Major League Baseball, they can all be the guinea pigs to try to figure out how this works. And I think, I know uh, NBA, uh, and as of right now for the MLS and NHL, they're not going to let fans in. But the MLS, once they get done with their tournament, I think, was the plan anyway, unless they changed it, they were going to go back to their home ballparks and have a, a somewhat of a season again and potentially having fans back in. I think that's coming around September. So they could be the first ones to try to let fans in. Plus baseball, which I'm hoping once the playoffs start, they will try to uh, let fans in and try to see if it'll it'll work. So that's where I'm kind of thinking baseball or excuse me, football announces a little bit too early, but at least they at least they announce plans and they can adjust it you know, to let more people in, less people in, nobody in as, you know, things move on. Hopefully, we'll all get through this and they'll uh, start letting more people in and we can tailgate because that's what I really want to do. I like tailgating. I mean, I want to go to the game, but I also like tailgating. It's part of the whole ambiance and atmosphere of going to an NFL football game or any football game. I mean, I love doing it uh, at the grid at, at, at Nippert Stadium for the Bearcats. It's, it's awesome. It's fun. All right, guys. Everybody remembers Joe freaking Burrow's Heisman speech. Well, on Thursday, Joe unveiled the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Foundation. Or uh, fund, sorry. I'll try that again. The Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund at the Foundation for Appalachian, Ohio. That's a big, a long name for a (laughs) title. So anyway, Joe's already giving back to his hometown. That's great because he... Made the speech uh, at his Heisman uh, Trophy uh, ceremony, talking about how uh, there's a lot of people going hung- hungry in Athens, Ohio, and it from that speech, I think the food pantry shot up. They got a ton of money, a ton of food, so Joe is putting his money where his mouth is. He's trying to uh, help out uh, people less fortunate than him, which is great. That's what uh, I think a lot of. NFL players need to do is, is if you're going to talk to talk, you better walk to walk. You know, actions speak louder than words. So I'm very, very happy and proud that Joe freaking Burrow is our quarterback. And I cannot wait to see him and Joe Mixon 
play this year. Now, NFL executives believe that Joe Mixon is one of the best running backs in the NFL. The 23-year-old is coming off back-to-back 1,000-yard rushing seasons. He has been the most productive Bengal on the offense for the past two years, which we all know that, right? I mean, the rest of the NFL is starting to figure it out. Let me continue. The rest of the NFL believes Mixon is one of the league's top backs. Now, this is kind of cool. ESPN polled over 50 executives, coaches, scouts, and players in a quest to determine the NFL's best running back. Each voter was given their, they gave their best 10 to 15 backs in the league. And Mixon, out of all of the NFL, was ranked 8th. I think that's kind of low. I think he's a lot higher than that. I remember on the vacation, I got talking to a guy who was an LSU fan, and we got to talk about Joe freaking Burrow. And we just got to talk about the Bengals and how uh, I was excited about the season coming and everything. And and he's like, yeah, well, one thing I think you guys need to get, you need to get a better running back. And I'm like, huh? Like, dude, we got Joe Mixon. I was like, he's one of the best backs in football. He goes, yeah, but he really can't catch the ball out of the backfield. Like I said, no, 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 no. He can. They just don't do it <laughs> very much. So hopefully that'll be part of the plan this year to get him and Geo. Geo is one I think that they totally use wrong. <laughs> that man needs to be out in open space on bubble screens, any kind of screen, just break him out wide as a wide receiver. Get him the ball in open space. Same thing with Mixon. I think Mixon would be more of an all-purpose back than the Bengals have been using him. All right. So we got baseball coming up here very, very soon. Reds are still in their summer camp 2.0. Now, I know we were all excited about the season starting because we, we think we have a very good team. Well, we're not the other ones. The Cincinnati Reds were ranked first among dark horse contenders for the playoffs by MLB.com writers Will, I hope I'm saying his last name right, Latich and Mike Pereiro. They put together a list of teams who they expect to be sleepers for the 2020 season. Now, to qualify, the team must have finished 500 the previous season. And the Cincinnati Reds, according to these guys, topped the list. They edged out the vastly improved Chicago White Sox and the very talented Toronto Blue Jays. Now, being here in Cincinnati, if you go back to my shows in the spring, uh, during training camp, I was, or spring training, I was very excited about the team and about the guys they signed, about our pitching staff, about everything. You know, the one thing I that is, I think is good that's happened for the Reds with this pandemic, we're all, like, we got so many outfield bats, how are we going to get them all in? Well, this year we can use a DH. So it's benefited the Reds as far as that goes. So... I don't think we're going to have a problem getting at-bats for everybody now, which I thought was going to be a bigger problem uh, before all the coronavirus pandemic happened. So, I do excuse me, I do believe the Reds have a very good shot of making the playoffs. And once you get in the playoffs, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, they got... I'll put their starting pitching up against anybody. Their offense, I think, is going to be legit. Akiyama, I can't wait to see him lead off. And... It's just going to be, it's going to be fun. 
<laughs> it's going to be a 60-game sprint, and I'm so ready for it. Now, another guy that the Reds might be bringing with them is Jose Garcia. He's inching closer to his Major League debut in 2020. Now, Garcia was cited at GABP on Thursday. Now, remember, he was the one that was the star of spring training. Now, Garcia was not on the radar of many Reds fans throughout Reds country for this past March. Now, however, the wait is unbearable, as many anticipate the Major League debut of their top, of the Reds' top infield prospect. And there was a lot of buzz. If you guys remember back in spring training, there was a lot of buzz about Garcia. He was knocking the cover off the ball, and he was really pushing for a spot on the uh, 25-man roster. Um, So there's a very good chance that he will be playing, because, I mean, well, if they want to develop him, there's no minor leagues this year. So the only way he's getting any at-bats and any any chance of salvaging anything out of the season is to come play up in the majors. I'm very excited to, to see that, figure out where he's going to play at. He's not going to be playing every day or anything like that, but future-wise, he's going to be a very good player for us, and I am very excited to see him and see how he grows, and it's just going to be fun. This 60-game sprint is going to be a blast. I can't wait. By the end of this month, beginning of August, we're going to have – I mean, soccer's already back. Now, hey, don't forget – MLS, FC Cincinnati, they're playing tomorrow night, 10.30 p.m. on FS1. So let's turn, click TV on. Let's support our Cincinnati boys down there in Orlando. They all got the uh, Cincinnati across their chest, wearing that orange and blue. So make sure you guys check that out. <clears throat> but like I said, 60 games, Reds baseball's coming up, NHL's coming up, ML, MLS has already started. I, this is going to be fun. This is going to be so much fun. We just got to get through it. People are po- uh, testing positive. Most of them aren't getting sick. So hopefully they just keep rolling on. And we may not have fans in the stands, but at least we can watch it on TV and we can enjoy it. And like I said, I think sports is so important to this country for everything that's going on that sometimes we all just need to turn our brains off kick back, have a beer, and enjoy some sports. I mean, I know we can't hang out in big groups together, but they got these things. You can do a a, 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 a text a text chain. I do it all the time with my friends. We'll sit there, oh, did you see that? We'll text back and forth. And so, you still talk trash to your buddies? Well, you're not around them. <laughs> anyway, other ways you can talk trash to your buddies is you can join my Facebook groups that I help run. They are Bengals Nation, Bearcats Country, Reds Country, and Cyclones Country. Now, if you listen to me on the podcast, like I said, some people can't check out the YouTube show. If you're driving around, check me out on the podcast and give me a five-star review. YouTubers, like I said, beginning of the show, I'm at 603. We're inching very, very slowly up to 700. I know it's kind of hitting a lull, I think, right now because everybody's like, all right, we just want sports to get here. We're tired of just seeing you talk about stories. We want scores. We want this. I'm with you. I want it too. But it's coming. I promise it's coming soon. It's Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Let's go have a great, safe time. Other than that, that's just sports, baby. See you guys.